We are continuing in a series of Thursday homilies focused on John chapter 11, the story of the raising of Lazarus. We come now to verse 38. Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. The word of the Lord. Holy God, we've all gathered here only by your amazing grace. So we ask that you would now be gracious to our seeking of a word from you. Amen. I have been to the tomb that tradition locates as the tomb of Lazarus. It is in Bethany, located in Palestine. It is a dark, cold cave that goes deep down into the earth. Many of you who have traveled there, I'm sure you've seen this site as well. But whether you've been to Bethany or not, I promise you that all of us will spend time in Lazarus' tomb. We enter the tomb on the day that we give up on life as it is. Maybe you were involved in an intimate relationship that has unraveled and broken apart. And now you are alone and uninterested in your life. Or maybe you've developed a serious health problem and you now know it will be chronic at best for the rest of your life and you have no hope for being pain free. Or maybe you've always just feel like you don't fit in anywhere. And now you tell yourself, because you're different, you will never belong. Or maybe you were hoping to avoid a crisis like Mary and Martha when they prayed for Jesus to come and heal their sick brother Lazarus before he died. But Jesus tarried and Lazarus died, and so now it's time just to put him in the tomb. When you are disappointed in God, it is often because you are disappointed in how your own life is unfolding, or the lives of those around us. So we choose then just to pack up life and settle in to a tomb. We settle into the tomb also when we choose to live without passion or risk 
or mission. Or when we settle for a society in which homeless mothers live in their cars with their children. Or when the haves have so much and the have-nots have not a chance. Or when we settle for a society that knows more about religiously motivated hate crimes than religiously motivated hospitality. More about exclusion than embrace. When we settle for this, when we say that's just the way it is and I can't do much about that, we give up our created identity to be caretakers of God's good garden. We tell ourselves, I'm just gonna tend my own garden now. But what we're actually doing is walking into that tomb and rolling the stone over the door. Well, Jesus does not settle. He certainly doesn't settle for the misery we know. So a time comes when Jesus approaches the tomb, commands that the stone across the door be rolled back, and then he says, you've been dead long enough, it's time to get back to living. When he says this, Martha, the sister of Lazarus, says, Lord, he's been in the tomb four days, there will be a stench. Martha is such a Presbyterian. It's gonna stink. Maybe what she's saying is, Lord, this is just death. It stinks, but we all know about it. It's the way the story always ends, with loss. We had asked you to prevent the loss. We called for you. You didn't come. Now we've experienced loss again. It's just death. It's what we all know. It stinks, but that's the way it is. Jesus responds to her by saying, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see? That's what belief is. It's what faith is. It is a way of seeing. But if we just believe in what we see, then Martha's right. Eventually, we're all gonna just end up back at the tomb. No matter what it is, we'll experience the loss, the loss of relationships, the loss of health, the loss of careers. It, it all just seems to end up being pulled out of our hands. That's what we know, that's what we see. But we don't just believe in what we see, we choose to believe in who we see when that who is a savior who's standing near the tomb. This is why we study theology. This is why we worship, in order to see that there is a savior nearby. And when God is with us, who knows what can happen? That's what we believe. Now it is striking to me that Jesus is standing outside of the tomb, inviting Lazarus to come forth. That's not exactly what we want when we're in a tomb. <laughs> what we prefer is for Jesus to come into the tomb and be with us. We want him to comfort us. We want him to maybe redecorate the tomb. 
We, we want company when we're in a tomb. <laughs> I can tell you, that's not gonna happen. Jesus doesn't like tombs. <laughs> he did not spend much time in his own tomb. He's not going into yours. So instead, he stands outside the tomb and he says, Lazarus, Robert, Emily, Craig, come forth. Come out of your grief. It was supposed to be a long, hard road. It was never supposed to be your home. Come out of your fear. Come out of your cynicism and your comfortable despair. Come out of the hurt that you've made your friend. This is a dark place. Why would you settle for living here? The door is open and the invitation's being made to you, but you've got to respond. Now, will you come forth when there is new life waiting? The text says that the dead man came forth. His arms and his feet were bound in strips of cloth. There was a cloth across his face. At that point, Jesus then looked around to the other people who were watching this. And he said to them, unbind him and let him go. So if I'm reading the text right, it's only the Savior who can actually bring people back to life. Our job is to unbind them and free them. Maybe that's why you came to seminary. Because you have a calling. You would love to spend your life unbinding and freeing people. It's a fantastic way to live. A fantastic calling. But you cannot fulfill that calling if you yourself are still in a tomb. The heartache and disappointment and loss was great. I know. God knows. But hear the good news. The door to the tomb is always open. After the Savior comes, the tomb door is open for you. And that Savior is calling for you. So isn't it time to choose life and come forth? Amen.